I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Female circumcision is still a practice in many places, from Africa to Indonesia. The World Health Organization and human rights groups have campaigned to stop the custom, which some call female genital mutilation. Yet in countries where the practice continues, merely talking about it can get you into big trouble. That's what happened recently to a journalist in the West African nation of Liberia. Reporter Gina Moore has her story. I came to Liberia to work with a newspaper reporter named May Azongo in the capital city, Monrovia. We were going to do a story about midwives, but our plans got seriously disrupted. Just before I arrived, Azongo had been working on an article about female circumcision, which is practiced in much of rural Liberia. Azongo says she found a woman to talk to her about what she'd experienced at age 13. Four women held her down and a woman cut her. And she said it used, I think, three knives to cut a whole lot of girls. And she said when they cut them, they don't use any form of anesthesia. And it hurt. She said it hurt so much. Stories like this are familiar to Western ears. But here in Liberia, writing about the topic is still sensitive. And it's almost unheard of for a woman to talk in such detail about what happened to her. In Liberia, genital cutting is an initiation into a secret society called Sande. Girls who join take an oath never to talk about the group or its rituals. Azongo wanted to shed light on the practice. Why should you carry a woman through that? Why should you decide for another person? Grabbing her and torturing her and cutting her is a violation of her right. Azongo's newspaper, called Front Page Africa, put her investigation on the cover on International Women's Day. The publisher, Rodney Sia, says his paper is known for investigative stories that others won't touch. Nobody would dare put a women's circumcision story on the front page, but we can do it. The newspaper expected a backlash, but they were unprepared for how bad it would get. Women reacted so angrily that Azongo's editor called her back from the rural village where we were interviewing midwives, and we canceled our plans for other rural reporting. Women were threatening Azongo. They said that if they caught her, they'd circumcise her. They would take me to the sandy bush and have me cut, and when I'm cut, I won't be able to talk. She won't be able to talk because anyone who is cut takes an oath before the cutting. The oath is that if you ever speak of the ritual, you'll be killed. The day after the article ran, Azongo heard that a powerful woman inside the Liberian government looked for her at her office. The woman said, we told her to stay away from this story. A few days later, the threats got even closer. Azongo's editor, Wade Williams, met a tenant in Azongo's house. She said, it shouldn't have been published here. We thought it was going to be published outside, but you cannot degrade, you know, our tradition and publish it here. That's an insult to us. Then the woman told Williams that if Azongo traveled to rural Liberia again, she'd disappear. Azongo went into hiding the day the story ran, almost two weeks ago. She hasn't slept at home or been to her office since. When I decided to do a story about what happened to her, I chose not to seek out the women who were threatening her. Azongo had been seen working with me all around Monrovia and in the very village where she reported the circumcision story. I feared that if I approached the women threatening her, they could follow me to get to her. But I did sit in on Azongo's meeting with the police when she filed a statement, the first stage in a formal criminal investigation. I listened as the officers interviewed her to confirm that these were menacing threats and not simply the careless words of angry readers. 
All of this, Zongo thinks, is less about what she said and more about who she is. If it was a white woman or a foreign journalist doing it, nobody would have a problem with that person. But because I'm a Liberian and I live in Liberia, I should know my, my role. I should know my line of demarcation. Zongo says she expects that things will eventually calm down and she'll get to go home. And then, when the time is right, she wants to do a follow-up story. For The World, I'm Gina Moore, Monrovia, Liberia. Gina Moore went to Liberia on a project for the Pulitzer Center on Crisis Reporting.